cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon commentary. Blast off. There you go. So, <laughs> it's almost like Corey started at that time. Um, so, I got this thing for Christmas uh, that I just picked up and actually used the other day. It's the Nintendo Game & Watch The Legend of Zelda. Not sponsored. But Not sponsored. Sponsor. <laughs> Not sponsored at all. And um, yeah. it's, it's actually pretty neat. It's like one of those little handhelds that you had from back in the day. Where like, like a Game & Watch? Yeah, like, well, I didn't know what that's what they were called. Um, <laughs> but, like, I so had those, a... Those are technically before our time for the most part. I had a couple, yeah. of like, real cheap ones where it was like... Well, you're probably thinking about Tiger LCD handhelds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where it's like your character didn't even move other than, like... Yeah, it's it's literally like just a few <laughs> frames of possible yeah. animation yep. and very limited controls. Those mm-hmm. for the most part are really shitty. There's one that I had and I have now as an adult because that's what I do. Uh that's actually really good. The Strider one is super good. Like you hmm. jump up onto the ceiling and run on the ceiling. Hmm. It's like a ninja game. But for the most part, most of them are, oh, do I kick? Do I jump? Oh, I lost. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And, like, the timing on them is, like, stupid hard. So, like. Yeah. Like, it's it's bad yeah. for the most part. But. Mm. But. So this I, is not that. So, I got this as a gift, and I actually used it the other day. And it's, number one, the box is, like, twice the size of it. So, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to be, like, pretty neat. And then I opened it up, and I was like, oh, the screen is pretty tiny so and i was like i don't know if this is gonna work and it has three games on it it has the legend of zelda from original nintendo it has zelda 2 the adventure of link which i'm pretty sure is still original nintendo Mm -hmm. and then it has the legend of zelda link's awakening which i believe is super nintendo oh game boy Mm. so i didn't play that i actually only played the first one um the original one. So I went to play the original one, The Legend of Zelda, and... Link's even... Awakening is really good. You should probably check that out. Really? Is that the second one? Yeah. The, the That's the Game Boy one. Oh, see, I was thinking of the second one. I remember renting that from the video store, like, th- <laughs> almost 30 years ago, and I played it once. I yeah, wish I could one... play it again, because I remember it being very different. Are you thinking it's of very the... different, because back then they didn't think... If you made a sequel, it could be the exact same, but more. They mm. used to think that, oh, this is the second Zelda game. We have to evolve it. It has to be different. Which is, which <laughs> has is to a good be a idea. side-scroller. And for the most part, a lot of people didn't like it back then. It's had kind of a resurgence in terms mm. of like people's opinion on it. I know when I was growing up, like once retro started being a thing like when i was in high school people used to say it was like one of the worst games nowadays the current uh 
stance on it for most people is that it's good, it's different, but no one ever, like, puts it as, like, oh, this is, like, one of the worst NES games, like people used to say. It's really weird how Hmm. times change like that. But uh, Hmm. the third game on there, Link's Awakening, that one I had as a kid, and they actually re... uh, re-released that for the Switch recently, uh, maybe a year or two ago. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, and with a new art style. So check out either that one or the one that's on the Switch. So that's the hard part, is that I have a Switch, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I could just buy these and play them on the Switch, which is a better screen, higher def, and whatever if I wanted to well, do Well, I it. think they're they're probably available on... Oh, the Nintendo... Uh, the yeah. Nintendo Switch Online thing. True, which I have access to, so... Yeah, so I don't like, know. you're probably playing this on, like, the most novel way to do it, but not the best way. True. But, um, I mean, <laughs> I didn't play for that long, but... So this is the thing, is The Legend of Zelda on NES, I played this. Uh, because when we originally got an NES in my house, uh, it was... My dad bought it from, I believe, one of his friends that had it. Because NES came out in, what, 86? I believe. Think earlier. Or 85, 83, somewhere on there. I don't know. It, it came out, like, maybe right before we were all born. And uh, what, what we had in my house was basically my dad bought an NES from somebody who had one, like one of his friends, that played a bunch of games on it, and then was eventually like, okay, I played all the games that I wanted to play. I'm done. He sold it secondhand. We got an NES with the games that he had for way cheaper. One of them was Legends of Zelda. And we had that. We didn't have that until I was like probably around six. Uh, So what's that? 92. Um, So we then, like I used to watch my dad play and every once in a while he'd let me play something and I was just terrible because, you know, Kids playing video games are just terrible for years on end until they finally get the dexterity well, to like play. Yeah. Well, you it depends you, if you start out yeah, with video some games, of us I were feel great. like, and it was yeah. But when you yeah, start, if you so when I started playing state. when I started playing video games, the first video game I played was the original Super Mario. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like the first time you use a controller and try to jump a gap with Mario, you just jump right into it and die. And you proceed Suck. you proceed to do that enough times until you learn like the timing and the spacing of when you're supposed to jump and how far you can go. And then it's like the whole thing is like this learning experience where you have to like figure it out. You don't remember this. <laughs> I'm teaching my daughter at the moment to play video games. Right? I remember this. And I this is like this. the the amount of time it takes to get the the like that inherent dexterity down to just mm. know. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my character's running this fast, I bet they can jump this far. Because you just understand <laughs> video game, like, physics to a certain degree. Like, yeah. so... Yeah. Uh, but I remember back in the day, my dad, like, so I would play Mario, and Zelda was like, you know, because I was playing Mario side-scroller, Zelda was like a little bit out of my realm when I was first learning. So I would mm. watch my dad play Zelda, and... He, like, at this point, the game was, like, old enough where maybe it wasn't, like, the first year we got it. And, like, so maybe it was, like, we got it when I was six. Maybe I was, like, seven or eight. And my dad was playing through Zelda. And 
he would get to like the ninth level, the last level of the Legend of Zelda, and the batteries in those games were not necessarily. So, you mean like dungeon? Yeah, there's nine dungeons. You call them levels. I don't know. We called them levels. There's nine nine dungeons in the game. So he would get. He would basically like you know do each dungeon. He would try to unlock as many things as possible and like get Link to like be like souped up so that we could actually beat the game. And he would get to the ninth dungeon and then save it. And back then it was also like. There wasn't, like, uh, the internet where you could just be like, how do I beat this dungeon? Yeah. It, it was like either you had... Game facts didn't exist. No. So either mm. you had, like, Nintendo Power, if it was published yes. in Nintendo Power on how to do that, or... I had Nintendo You Power. called, like, the Nintendo Hotline? <laughs> did your dad call the hotline? I don't think he did, because this oh, is the problem. Is your that dad he, would be so cool if is, he did. Is that he had a bunch of problems with this ninth dungeon. Like, he would go in, and he'd try to kill stuff, and there was, like, rooms where you had to fight in the dark, and, like, all this crazy... You had to use certain weapons to kill certain types of things. Like, so, like, he figured this all out by trial and error, but he never completed that dungeon, and then eventually what would happen is that the battery in that cartridge was going bad and i would get home from school and i'd be like i want to play some mario and i would take zelda out and i'd put mario in and like that was enough to like if it was like zelda was connected in the nintendo it had the power to keep the save file. yeah it's like for some reason like (laughs) if you didn't pull it out of the nintendo it was fine Mm -hmm. but if you pulled it out it would wipe everything so Mm. like he got to like the ninth dungeon didn't beat it yet. And then like, you know, either I would come home from school and I don't want to play Mario and I put Mario in the next time he put Zelda in, it would just magically be gone. It's like weird though. Cause sometimes it would be gone and sometimes it wouldn't. Or what would happen is he'd go to start it up and like, it would give you that blinking screen and he would have to pull yeah. it out and he'd blow in it blow on and it. then put it back in and it'd be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Your Zelda's running now. Your saves are gone, though. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Like, start over. So, he got to the ninth dungeon a couple times and never actually got to beat it. And it was enough times where the save erased and he was just like, fuck this game. Like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> and and the thing is, is that, so I took, so I bought a different, a different copy of that Zelda game from a Game Crazy back in the day uh mm, game crazy store. right dude yeah fucking got like my super Mario rpg it's, from there it was such it was such a flash in the pan store <sighs> man but it's like one of those things that you, you're just like at the time it was just like all right cool whatever yeah but looking back it's just like god damn why couldn't this yeah. have lasted like at least another like five years no if yeah. anything you're just like why did i not buy every single thing they sold Sure, but you could also apply that to, like, so many other things that it's, like... True. At the time, it doesn't make sense. There's stuff right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> that in five years, we're going to be wishing we can tell ourselves to be buying right now. Yeah. But you mm. got to, like... You got to have the foresight and Here to we are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know any better right now. So, anyway, mm. I bought another copy of Zelda from there being like, okay, I know my copy is kind of, like 
bunk at this point. But like, maybe if I get a different copy. So I got a different copy. I started playing Zelda. I got to uh, the seventh dungeon. And then nobody else is using my Nintendo at that point, just me. It was in my parents' basement. I was in high school. I would get to the seventh dungeon, save it, come back the next day. Inevitably have to blow in the cartridge, put it back in. Boom. Save is gone. Okay. Mm. Fine. It was like, the thing is though, is that like, there were plenty of times where I had to blow in the cartridge and that it was perfectly fine. So it was just one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. It's just finicky. Like whatever. So I did that multiple times. Maybe you times. just have to blow it the right way. No, so you, Tom, you always, all you always have to. Like an adult. That's true. Well, back <laughs> then we didn't, Corey. This is did well, you no, cup we, its balls, Keith? We were in. Well, <laughs> so this is the weird thing. Is we were in high school, so the internet was around, but it wasn't necessarily like fantastic about. So you should have known how to blow that cartridge. This is twenty years ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, wait, are you not supposed to just tongue the whole inside of it and then blow it dry? <laughs> Corey just muted himself, so <laughs> maybe that one struck a chord. Um, <laughs> so, so, I mean, who doesn't like their pins wet, you know? So, they're cartridge pins. Uh-huh. Uh, so, anyway... I got I got to like the seventh level a couple different times and then it erased on me and I was just like, well, fuck this game, whatever. And I never mm. beat it. But so you this never is the, beat it. So I never beat it. So this is the thing: oh. is that at this point I feel like because I feel like my brother-in-law buying me this game and watching it, uh, uh, Legend of Zelda game. I feel like this is a sign. Like I need to, I need to complete. The only thing that I'm worried about is that if I do yep. this, I'll just immediately die afterwards because I have nothing left. But, uh, <laughs> but I feel like this is a sign that it's like Keith, you never beat this game, and you you haven't beaten a lot of games, Keith. By the way, but you know what? You should really go back and just beat this one, this one game that plagued you and your father. Like do it, do it for do it for everyone. <laughs> no, so. I had to get up because I wanted to grab one of my NES games to check the back of it because it does have like a caution, uh, little warning yeah. thing. Don't and one of the things that they really kind of screwed themselves on is the last thing: do not clean with benzene, thinner, alcohol, or other solvents. Well, nowadays you... you pretty much exclusively clean it with alcohol. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. I was trying to see, like, did they have anything about, like, hey, don't blow in your fucking cartridge, you idiot, you know? But no, they don't have that. I but mean, that was one of the things that they... over time actually does mess up the pins on it because right. your breath has moisture yeah. and it just sits there on it and it, you know, forms all that gunk that you have to clean off with Gross. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think honestly, I think half of my Nintendo's problems with that was that the the pins just got loose on it anyway. Oh um, yeah, it probably just just needed to be tightened, yeah, oiled or or replaced depending on what you wanted to do. Yeah, mm. but anyway, so I don't know. I'm I'm contemplating embarking on a quest of trying to beat the uh, the Legend of Zelda. I would like to watch well, you I do say, that. I say you should do that. Um, I actually haven't beaten it either. 
Um, but I'm not that much of a Zelda person. Even even Sky, uh, not Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild is like mm. up there as far as like one of my favorite games. But mm-hmm. I haven't actually gotten that far in it. It's just like one of those things yeah. that the open worldness of, of it is just so astounding and amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and part of what I enjoy is the exploration and the the. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not dungeons in the game, but they're shrines mm-hmm. where you're like trying to solve like a quick puzzle using some of the abilities. Yes. You, yeah. Yes. Yep. But like, aside from that, like, I'm not good at the combat in the game. So when it comes time to actually fight things, I suck. Um, <laughs> it's like the aspects of the game that I need to be good at to finish it. I don't have, and especially mm. having taken what. <laughs> Five years off, six years off. How long has it been since the game came out? A while. Holy cow. Like I'd have yeah. to start over from the beginning, yep. and they have a new yeah. game coming out this year. So probably out by the time Oof. you even see this. Oh, have they announced the name? Yeah, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh, interesting. So hmm. Breath of the Wild, and now Tears of the Kingdom. I like yeah. it. But we're not a video game podcast, so I guess I should nope. probably say. Ooh, What's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where three football heads in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes weird cartoons. I'm Corey. I'd literally kill a man to have hair like Gerald. I'm Tom. I'm going to roll you downtown, O'Connell. I'm I'm Keith. Uh, I'm I'm the stoop kid. Get the fuck off my stoop. (laughs) And today we're talking about Hey Arnold, which Keith decided to pick, and unlike what we did for Rugrats, which is usually a two-parter, I guess, we're going with just the Stoop Kid part of this episode. This is episode three of season one. Definitely an episode I didn't realize came that early. Yeah, no, definitely not. I would have assumed this was like deeper into the show. So what's funny is that when I was looking at Hey Arnold, so I've I've looked for Hey Arnold before this a bunch of times and couldn't really find it reliably anywhere, which is why I haven't picked it. So it's probably more recently on Hulu. Added to Hulu. Yeah. That's interesting. Because um, I've definitely mm. looked and... It was like, oh, here's some clips from YouTube, but not a whole episode. Yeah. Or, or mm. it was like... Uh, it was kind of like Rocco's Modern Life. I've been looking for that too. And it's like, oh, here's like a Rocco's Modern Life, like 40 minute special episode, but like none yeah. of the regular episodes are out there. So um, I think Hey Arnold had a thing like that where it was like a Christmas special episode or something that was like 40 minutes instead of 20. You know what I found? Uh, I was trying to f- watch this and uh, before looking at Hulu, I, I was looking at, the other services and uh was it prime had it but it, it was through peacock like you'd sign up through prime i don't know the stupid thing to get the peacock oh, service yeah, yeah. uh but this episode is not available they they have episode really? one two they skip three and then there's four five six and so on and i was like what the heck and this, I, this I, is the best one well, yeah, I was just doing well, like a Google search trying to see why they did that, but I couldn't find out why. <laughs> I wonder if it's because the first half of this episode is incredibly creepy. 
Oh, the, I wanted to tell you. I don't know if you uh, watched I, it, but I did because I didn't read Keith's text message all the way where it said just the second half. So I read yeah. the, I, I watched the full episode, and this was the very. It, it reminded me this was the very first episode of Hey Arnold I ever saw, and it's the reason the first part of this episode is the reason I didn't like Hey Arnold, and I never really watched it. I never oh, wait, got into it. So was the. The first half of the episode is when Helga, because um, I watched like the I think end. it's it's, it's the first time she unveils her shrine of Arnold. It's so I gross. believe, which is a shrine she has in the back of her closet, made entirely out of Hey Arnold's not Hey Arnold, entirely out <laughs> of Arnold's chewing gum that he discards and she stalks him to find and recover and then use to make this sculpture of him yeah not just chewing gum if you notice the ears were actually used q-tips from arnold oh wow so yeah i paused it to look at it and i got even more grossed out than i was when i was a kid when i saw it so you know what's actually interesting about that is that that is that is a riff on an old movie um, oh, I listened to an episode of a podcast about this and I'm trying to figure out where it is. There's a movie about a girl that is essentially like kind of like a serial killer and she actually ends up like killing people and then taking like just a part or two off of their body and then bringing it back to like her house and putting it in her closet and like builds like she's like building her perfect mate kind of thing. And it's apparently done. I've never seen it, but it's apparently done in a way where it's like, yeah, it's creepy, but it's like comically creepy. Well, I I was going to say what she was doing, like for some reason I could think of other cartoons that did stuff like that. Maybe not chewing gum, but you know, collecting like hair from uh, brushes, uh, or or um, you know, clothing, things like that. Like it's a trope. It's a trope for for kid. You know, I, I imagine kids around Helga's age. Uh, I remember seeing cartoons that did this. Uh, other cartoons, but I, for some reason, I just can't pick a specific one. But I, I have a feeling that this happened in multiple series around this time and hell maybe even some live action shows for for all i know come when did this uh show start sometime mid mid 90s uh 94 i believe 94 yeah okay um so i believe it's called may um oh 96 96 96 yeah, 96, yeah. So, um... Which makes more sense, because we'd have been, like, 10. I remember when the show mm. started coming out, so that would make more sense for me, because around think it was six a little... years old, I would have been... Mm. I would have been I... so laser-focused on Turtles, and anything in between there would have been, like, Power Rangers. So... 10 years yeah, old, I, it would make sense that I would pay attention to Hey Arnold. And I, I feel like it came out um, maybe a year 
or two after um, Rugrats, because like certain certain Nickelodeon I Rugrats shows. Rugrats was ninety two. Oh, okay. So it was even before I'm, that. I'm just yeah. I'm just throwing that so, number out there because I I seem to remember that coming up. Ah, well, I, I just remember Rugrats. watching ninety one. Uh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. 91 for Rugrats. Well, I remember watching Rugrats and all those Nickelodeon shows in the early 90s, like, at, well, apparently in 91. So when Hey Arnold came out, it was, I don't know, it was a little older, and it was about, probably around the same time Doug game came out, because I remember I had the same reaction to both Doug and <laughs> Hey Arnold, where I must have seen just the wrong episode to start with, and something about it turned me off. It's like I, see, I love I all know. the other characters. I I think I think if you're looking at the show and you're like trying to find a reason to like the main character, mm. like at his face value, it's not easy because they kind of like put them in a position to just be like an everyman. Like Doug is the least interesting character in his universe the same way arnold is generally the least interesting character in his universe although i think arnold has possibly the coolest bedroom out of any animated character oh yeah his bedroom is and pretty sweet. i wish i i it's not possible because like it's required to have like a uh what is it called? Like a sky roof? Sky skylight? Sky yeah, skylight. Yeah. For it to even really work. But like that would be such a cool mm. room to actually just design for a kid. Oh yeah. But you I kinda mean, have to well, like live in an apartment well, with it's a kinda, skylight. To it's do it. well either that yeah. or have like a finished attic. Which is yeah. honestly yeah. probably incredibly difficult to keep properly heated and cooled. Like mm. the oh, amount of yeah, insulation you need in is ass. like crazy. Um, yep. so, so the movie we were thinking about, or I was thinking about, was, uh, which I have not seen but heard a podcast about, is called May. It came out in 2002. It's a psychological horror film where basically this girl has like a... So, hold on. Yeah. So, before you get into that, what you're saying is this uh, movie was inspired by Hey Arnold... Oh, yep. yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. Well, eh, no. Yeah, Keith, that's how time yeah. works. Well, I think that podcast you were listening to kind of didn't well, know what the fuck they were talking no, about. No, they didn't say it was inspired by Hayden or Arnold, but like her whole scene with like making a shrine of Arnold reminded me of this podcast talking about this movie. Uh, oh, so they didn't mention it in the podcast. No, they did not mention this hey just Arnold. you fucking up. Yeah, this is me thinking uh, that the movie okay. came out beforehand, that it was gotcha. loosely based on that. Because it was like cre- oh, fucked up. creating yep. a shrine of somebody. Like, the, this movie, I haven't seen it because it sounds up. fucked up and terrible. Because, like, this girl basically, just like, like... how you fucked up. Yeah, kind of. So this, <laughs> this, girl, this girl basically, like, goes uh, crazy after having, like, a doll that she had get, like, broken after... by somebody. After being in love with this football-shaped type of kid. <laughs> yeah. 
She she gets <laughs> like unrequited love, even though she, she never gets, tells him how she feels. She gets like bullied, mm-hmm. but then she kills people, and then she takes yeah, like she thinks she's getting bullied, she, but she's really just bullying. She constantly. takes she takes the most yeah. attractive parts of them, and then tries to build like her own human out of them, and then like oh my god, yeah, it's fucking it's a human made it's, it's a weird synopsis. So let's get to Hey Arnold, which is <laughs> wait because <laughs> she took the best part. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, every, everybody's got their preferences, <laughs> right? I just, I, I just wonder, is there, if, in, in, the, in the multiverse of that uh, type of psychological horror, is there, is there a person that made somebody entirely out of scrotums? Is that... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's uh, just—it's just, it's just a, just took it too far. Just key. made no, out of scrope material. It's just a beanbag chair. Uh, it's just a big uh, old beanbag chair. Ah, <laughs> uh, a lumpy beanbag chair. Yeah. Well. Uh, so anyway, hey Arnold. Uh, the kids are it, this this second half of the episode, which is its own standalone episode, kind of. Uh, they so open it's an episode of Harold. Yeah. <laughs> so what's weird though is the season finale is a full 23 minutes and all the other episodes are 11 minutes but huh. there's two per half hour but if you mm. look through if you look through the catalog the last episode of every season is a full 23 minutes i thought that was interesting um yeah. so the kids are playing football in the street and it's arnold's turn to kick the football or to punt it i guess if you will you know for you football no, it was fans a, it, was a, it was a kick yeah they're just kicking it yeah Keith. so it was, it was a placehold yeah because i don't <laughs> so you how this actually pertains is, right, to Keith? an actual football game i don't really understand because they didn't exactly have uprights no sure. well they're just playing in the street too and it looks like honestly they live in a city so i'm like how are you playing in the street in a city carefully like, <laughs> like you're breaking the game every 30 seconds for a car yeah um, wait even yep. even in the suburbs it's like that have you not ever played sports in the street i mean you've seen the street <laughs> yes but usually those are streets that were my like where my friends lived on a street where a bunch of kids lived on the street and it was like a cul-de-sac or a street that just looped around and connected back to the same street so there wasn't a lot of cars on it like hey arnold mm. lives he lives in like He's i want to say yeah. it's like a boston kind of like area where it's like it's all like shoulder to shoulder like apartment buildings it looks like yeah but none of them have an accent that's true so can't be boston well i mean they really just wanted to probably make it approachable you know (laughs) it's cleveland it's just (laughs) we'll just say it's cleveland (laughs) i don't know if there is like where where does hey arnold take place Oh God! You're it's make a us fictional Google city. Else I'm googling it. I'm I, I googling was reading. It. I was reading okay. it earlier. It's right. a fictional Corey's city. Corey's gonna Google it, and in the meantime, Harold Berman, who's the bully, it's in Washington. Oh, Washington? What? Like state? No. Washington. Oh, I guess that would takes place ex- in a rundown neighborhood in the fictional American city of Hillwood, Washington. Oh. Okay, so, so it's, it's a fictional picture. city, but it's in an actual state. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so Harold Berman, who's the chubby kid that basically just picks on everybody, um, he tells everyone to move in and mocks Arnold. Uh, basically, <laughs> like you do. Yeah, you know. I yeah. mean, to be honest, like, 
I know Harold Berman's the bully because I've seen plenty of episodes of Arnold back in the day and he basically picks on everybody, but I would basically do that to you guys too, even though I'm friends with you. I'd be like, all right, you know, moving. <laughs> that always confused so, me because like the, the intro to the show, uh, you know, when you're there, I'm trying to think of the theme song. It paints a uh, picture of it being boys versus girls. Yes, right. and it makes it look like Harold, first, it's like, uh-oh, you're afraid of him, all of a sudden you see him, and it's like, oh, it's Harold, he's our friend, and he's on our side, and it's I feel like depending girls. on, yeah. I feel like depending on the story that's happening, mm. the levels of bullying that happen between Harold and Arnold are vastly different. Yeah, like so, like uh, he he makes fun of him, but he never would really like beat him up, kind of thing. Ah, uh, it'd be more of like he like picks on him in school, even though he's not in any real position to pick on him, other than because of his size. But it would never, as far as I remember, it didn't ever get physical. Like he wouldn't like be punching Arnold, and Arnold would have to like avoid him in the streets, yeah. kind of thing. So it it's not like this isn't Virgil and F stop. Uh... <laughs> in static oh. shock it's not going to yeah. come down to guns at the docks <laughs> <laughs> so Arnold winds up to kick the ball he kicks it very far so far that it lands down the street on the stoop of who they call the stoop kid the name of this this episode uh, the kids basically all agree. They're like, we're never going to get this ball back because stoop kid does not let anyone near his stoop. And for those of you that don't know, a stoop is the three to six stairs that precede a small landing right before you go into the front door of your home or apartment complex. I'm, s I'm so glad that you had to Google the definition of that. No, this. I just made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were literally reading, like, the, no, the but that's what it is. definition. I mean, yeah, sure, but... Now I gotta Google it to see how close I was. Stoop. Uh -oh. <laughs> definition. It's the Google show. Stoop. Your favorite uh, podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe. And... No, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. It's completely it's, wrong. It's bed one's head or body forward. It's... Uh, <laughs> actually, no, if you say what's a house stoop, it's like a porch, a platform, an entrance stairway at a house door. Mm -hmm. Mine was better. So anyway. Sure. Yours sounded you very professional. Mine was more specific. Um, yeah. You really sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Yeah, at least I sounded, you, I, at least I sounded that way, right? <laughs> then you decided to expose that's, that's yourself. That's how Keith has his job. Yeah. So... The kids start recounting like rumors that they've heard of of Stoop Kid, and one kid says, "I heard he punched a guy just for touching his stoop." And then the next kid says, "I heard he killed a kid just for looking at his stoop." <laughs> and then it was, that was just like quick escalation. And then we find out that the story of Stoop Kid is a legend that's apparently passed on from great to great for the past six years, and Gerald. My man Gerald, who is Arnold's best friend, is the keeper. God, he's got so much hair on the top of his head. <laughs> Corey is just so jealous. If I could just have one fucking layer of that, I would never give it up. Corey's like, if I had one quarter of his hair, 
God. I... <laughs> 15 so... years ago, I could have. Well, you did. You had hair like that. I had. I Well, not like that, that, but. Well, I mean, close. Like, I, I, I just wonder if there's, like, a multiverse uh, version of myself that never cut my hair for Halloween. <laughs> and I just still had, like, sure, it doesn't grow anymore, but it's still there. Like, all this, you know, Wait, afro does, hair. Does your hair not grow anymore? It Is doesn't it grow gone? on the top. There's nothing on the top? No. Well, like, you could just, it, like, I it mean. Just, it doesn't. It comes in a little bit, but if I let my hair grow naturally, which it currently is, like, that's why I wear a hat all the time. Uh, <laughs> if you're familiar with Wolverine from X-Men, that's the kind of shape oh, it tries yeah. to take. Oh. Yeah, I know how that is. Except I have no hair on the top, but it likes to still grow in the back uh, and on the sides. I mean, you could yeah. just be... And wolf- it, like, does a Wolverine shape for me. You, you could be Wolverine with yep. a hat on for Halloween. That doesn't make any sense, Keith. No, no it's true. Keith. Wolverine with a hat on. How would they know? Well, because that well, <laughs> well clearly, that, Corey, your adamantium no. uh, claws <laughs> out of here. That would be the, the well, no, what Corey, would make people Corey, realize. It's, oh, it would, ex- it would explain my short a, stature. I guess it's, it's a very it's it's either no it's yes. either it's either very Wolverine small hat short. that only covers the top of your head, uh, or you get a full on like you know. Uh, like uh, a beanie, right? And you cut holes in the sides to poke the hair out. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no <thanks. laughs> yes. I like it. Uh, I don't. That's horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me just get get into Gerald's monologue here. Do we want to hear the mo- the 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 legend of Stoop Kid? Yes. For uh, for Should... the sake of our three listeners, yes. Yeah, for the sake of the listeners. Hold on, so, we're up to like seven. That's true. Ooh. Thank you, seven million. Welcome. Listeners. Seven million. We uh, love you. <laughs> actually, let me check actual numbers. Now. We should, we should, we should actually, we should actually try Keith to get some. It's just listening uh, to it over and as over. Of, holy shit. As of now, our audience size is 12 in the last seven days. <gasps> Fantastic. We need, and we need sponsors. not listen to us at all. Wow. <laughs> It's it's crazy because I've only listened to our podcast eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> so Gerald then recounts the legend of Stoop Kid. He says, "In the beginning, like so many of us, Stoop Kid was just a baby. <laughs> so far, seems just spot on. Uh, That's great. A baby left mysteriously on the stoop of that b- very building." Some say he was abandoned there. Others say he was dropped there from the sky by aliens. And still others say that he grew from a seed lodged between the cracks of the sidewalk. So we go <laughs> off the rails pretty quick. Um, I'm not certain how old Arnold and his friends are supposed to be, but I'm thinking like middle mm. school. Yeah. Like 12 to 14. Right? I mean, none of them are driving, so... I don't yeah, know. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I actually, wish I could like predict your questions so I could have this Google ahead of time. Right. I mean, maybe they're <laughs> younger. Maybe they're like ten. They could be. They could be like you know, second half of elementary school. I don't know. It's hard I to tell. Feel middle school. Middle school feels right. I think they they seem like middle school. And they do have a lot of freedom, right? Yeah, yeah. It, they don't like elementary school kids wouldn't 
I, I don't think they get away with as much as they do. Be able to like go wherever they want without telling anybody any like Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh he continues Whatever the reason, lo and behold, t- uh, Tiny Stoop Kid was left to raise himself nine. on nine. What? Yeah. They're nine. Jeez. Really? These city kids, they get a, they get a long leash. <laughs> yeah, man. They got some terrible parents. And right? Just letting so, their nine-year-olds I mean. wander the city. <laughs> Jesus. So, Gerald recounts Stoop Kid was... Uh, he was left to, to raise himself on the stoop, which he was fated to call his home. And as he grew, he came to know and love his stoop as only as his only family. But there was also a dark side. He was embittered by the love uh, and normal boyhood that was stolen from him. And stupid kid became meaner and meaner by the day. He began to lash out at passersby uh, and take out upon them the anger of a young, loveless child. He became so protective of his stoop that who so much as looked at it would face the wrath of Stoop Kid, his accusatory barbs, and even physical violence. Or, I don't know. I fucked that up. But anyway, that's the, uh, that's Gerald's recounting of the legend of Stoop Kid. Essentially, he's a mean kid that was either abandoned there. Grip him and rip him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> he was either abandoned there, dropped by aliens, or grew out of a seed. And because he lived on a stoop by himself, he just hates everyone. Um, so Gerald, after recounting that, he basically tells Arnold, you're not getting your fucking football back. Um, <laughs> and Arnold's like, Hey, like, I need to try. And he goes to the stoop and he goes to get the football and explains, like, hey, like, my football's here. And Stoop Kid says, go ahead, pick it up. And Arnold just gets scared and leaves. Um. <laughs> See, one thing that comes to mind with this is you have to have, I guess, some sort of age difference between these characters for there ever to be any sort of fear there. I do yeah. feel like Stoop Kid is probably a couple pretty... years older. Okay, because otherwise it's just like, dude, he's a. I can't think of any. I can't think of any age I was after. Well, I guess maybe nine is still really young, but like after, like mm. once I was like ten, eleven, twelve, maybe maybe closer to like twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really anybody that would have scared me from like if I just needed to get something that was mine back from their property, I wasn't gonna give a fuck. Yeah, like you'd be like, more scared like, like if, if if they had like a large dog that was like looking not too friendly. Yeah, you know, like, I guess even well back then I didn't really have fear of dogs like I should have because <laughs> I never really thought like oh this dog's gonna fucking bite me. I just you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I remember multiple times, like we'd be playing in my backyard and a ball would go over the fence and it would just be like, Oh, I'm going around the fence to fucking get it. I'm not going to just say goodbye to the ball, you know? Oh yeah. Stuff Mm. like that. Or it's just like, so the concept of like, the ball is literally like, he literally couldn't get to you 
by the time you got to the ball. It's so, just like, why don't you just grab the fucking ball? Yeah, because it was on the bottom step, and Stoop yeah, Kid was at like the he, top. So and, he, and Stoop Kid never interacts with the ball. It's not like he's just like, ah, oh, I oh, have yeah. a ball now. Yeah, it's not it's like... It's like, it just right. lands there. Yeah, it's not like Arnold walks up and Stoop Kid's, like, holding the ball in his lap, just being like, yep. hey. Yeah. Yo, so mm-hmm. the thing is, I kind of understand this, though, because, so... Um, Growing up at my parents' house, the house that was next to them, which is no longer there, it was eventually taken down and then the people built a brand new house there. Um, The house that was there was this super old house and it was painted all black, like black roof, black everything. And this very elderly couple lived there and the husband was apparently somewhat of a nice guy he was just like i don't know old and didn't leave the house but the lead sorry i've never heard that i've never heard a person described that way before well just from somewhat of a nice from from what i heard of of a nice guy my parents if they ever actually saw him outside and talked to him he would talk to them the lady that lived there was just mean she was so this is the thing is she had two boston terriers which would bark at everything all the time and she would like to leave them in her front yard but the problem is is that if anybody walked past her house her box I her dogs I remember would, those. her dogs yeah her dogs would bark incessantly like they yeah. would bark until the people were out of sight like a quarter mile yep. down the street like they had to get yeah. down the street and take a turn before I those remember dogs walking started. on your road, getting exercise, because yeah. I, I lived near you. Yeah, I remember those dogs. Yeah. So the thing is, is that she hated that because people would complain that her dogs were barking all the time when she left them outside. So, like, people would actually, like, call in and complain about it, and then she would get a visit from, like, you know, animal control or police or whoever would stop by and just be like, hey... We got some complaints that your dogs have been out here for barking like nonstop for three hours because it's mm. the summertime and people go outside. And then she would be forced to bring her dogs in and she just hated everybody. So, yeah. um, so anyway, the point of my story is that one time I was playing catch with my father when I was a kid and he threw it. I didn't catch it. And we were in the front yard and the ball rolled and it rolled between our properties and went into her property. And there used to be a line of trees in between our properties. There's a big pine tree. So I would have had to, you know, either kind of crawl under the pine tree or walk around and go onto her property to get the ball. And I remember being as a kid being scared to go on her property because she also, yeah. she had, so this house there was no, there was no, like, other than mowing the lawn, they didn't do anything. Everything was overgrown. They had trees yep. growing over the I house so like... much that, like, the, the roof had, like, moss and mold on it. The house was completely painted black. She only wore the color black when she came wow. outside with her dogs and everything. And she was a very old lady. So me being a tiny child, when the ball rolled into her yard, my dad was like, oh, go get the ball. And I was like, no. No, dad. And he was like, no, like, just go, just go. You want to play catch, right? Like, go get the ball. And I was like, nope. I was like, you, you get the ball. And my dad was like, you just go get it. And I, and I, and my dad walks over. He's like, why won't you get the ball? And I was like, dad, her name was Wanda. The, the, how old are, how old are you at this point? I was, I don't know, like eight, nine. 
Okay. Yeah, elementary school, like middle of elementary school. He Arnold's was like, age. He was like, oh, yeah, he was like, go get the ball. And I was like, Dad, she's a witch. <laughs> and, and he was, and he was you like, the wrong. You put the wrong uh, letter on. I know, I know. I, sure. The thing is, he was like, he was like, don't say that. That's not. And he was just like, like floored at the fact. And I, I was convinced. I was like, this lady lives in a black house, overgrown by trees. She's mean to everybody. She only wears the color black. She barely comes out in sunlight. So- I was like, she is a, like, I, I was convinced in my mind. So like, I understand Arnold's trepidation to stoop kid. So were there other kids on your block that also were afraid of her? So like, did there, you grow up with other kids <laughs> on your block? There wasn't. So back then, no, there wasn't really a lot of other kids on my street. Uh, there were some kids like down the street from us, but we didn't really know them. We just. You know, you'd How see them like sister? riding their bike or something. My sister also did not like uh, the neighbors and would not go into their yard. So okay. we, I feel like every neighborhood has a similar story of like some. <laughs> you old just pick out the one old person, <laughs> the old person that everybody is afraid of and doesn't want to interact with for whatever reason. And our mm-hmm. our street had, well, technically had two of those, but for this purposes of this, we had. The one I'm going to talk about, which the only time you would ever see her outside was, you know how sometimes uh, you have your mailbox across the street? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Instead of on your own property, really? Yeah. Yeah. She had one of those, and she would come out to get her mail, and she would always be, like, bundled up, would always have... I as as a half Polish person, it's mad. It's bad that I don't remember what this is called. Babushka, but like the yeah, <laughs> she would have the babushka around around her head, like she was afraid of the sun, like she was a vampire or something. And she would just scurry across the street and scowl at everybody on the on the street that was playing in the road or playing in their yards or anything. Yep. And she lived next to one of my friend's houses, and we'd see her every day that 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 would happen. And I don't think anybody ever interacted with her, ever. Like, never said hi, anything. Eventually, uh, I guess, the thing is, she was so always in her house that we didn't even know she smoked, because no one ever interacted with her. She burned down her house, falling asleep. Oh, shit. Uh, Ooh. I'm pretty sure that was the end of her, but that um, was like after damn after I'd like grown up and moved away. Nah, Hansel and Gretel yeah. threw her in the oven. That's what happened. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's rough. That's harsh. But like, I I legitimately don't know what her name was. If that is actually what mm. ended up happening, that's just what I what I heard. Yeah, and it's just like it's crazy that I feel like every. Every street has somebody like that. And, like, for us, because there was a decent amount of kids on my street, it was always just like, oh, no, don't... I don't even remember what we called her. There's just, like, um, the old lady or something. Should... Should I tell my story, since no. we're all telling... We're Go, for it, okay. Go for it, Tom. Go for it. Well, uh, you know, growing up uh, on my street... It, it was built like right before I was born. Uh, my parents first first people to buy the house that they live in. Everyone there, you know, we're all first time homeowners, and everyone were having kids around the same time. So uh, 
most of these kids on my street were my age, uh, we'd go out and we'd be playing and, um, you know, we'd play in the road, we, we you know, hockey or, or uh, you know, whatever, and we had to deal with cars, but we were on a cul-de-sac, so it wasn't cars all the time. Anyhow, uh, across the street from me was this uh, couple of old ladies that lived together, and... Um, you know, one of them came out once, and I remember this is when my brother Chris was still around, and we were out playing, and she just, she would always come out and try to be friends with us, and she'd always offer us these, uh, these chocolates that were, that had, like, cherries inside them, uh, and I remember when I was a little kid, I used to get pissed because I'd think, oh, chocolate, that's cool. I didn't know there was some, like, jelly, <laughs> cherry, syrupy thing inside it. How dare you put and... fruit in my chocolate? <laughs> well, the thing is, so later on, like, I brought one home back to the house to, to tell mom about it. Because I was just like, ugh, I, I, these are disgusting. Anyhow, she she's like, wait a minute, these are the kind that have brandy in them. <laughs> Oh, you know what's so number one <laughs> number one, Tom, you basically are just you're you're well, kinda of laying your fuck you? You're laying your parents <laughs> out there to be like they never taught you to not take candy from a stranger. Yeah. Oh and, no, 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 and, no, and, no. And upon eating this candy on multiple occasions, you finally told your mom about it and she was like, Oh, this is booze candy and number two, I've had that kind of candy. There's like these Polish candies that have brandy in yes. them. Yes. And yep. I can understand not liking those as a kid. As an adult, <laughs> those are fantastic. Oh, I'm sure now they're great, but but back then, like I didn't understand. And and yes, I was always told, yeah, you don't take candy from strangers. But I was told, but you were don't a rebel. Be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, don't be don't be rude, Tom. Take the old don't, lady's candy. No. Don't be rude to the neighbors. I was set, told, don't be rude to the oh. neighbors. And it's like, neighbors aren't strangers, so oh, take their no. candy. I, I would say you do have a decent point there, because I feel like, at least back then, mm -hmm. your neighbors generally were, like, a touch above strangers. You know, like, everybody yeah, kind of knew everybody right. on the block before, like before the internet. <laughs> well, yeah. You, no, you know what's funny, though, is that, like... My parents, so <clears throat> that lady eventually, I think she passed away and her husband then moved because I think he was only tied to that house because she never wanted to leave. Somebody bought the property, demolished the house, built a new house there. And my parents, they don't like, you know, hang out with their neighbors because there's a pretty big age difference. My parents are retired and their neighbors are a little bit older than me. Like they have young kids that are around my kids' ages or like five years older. Um mm. But my parents talk to both their neighbors on, like, a semi-regular basis. Like, if they see each other, like, doing something. Like, yeah. My dad lent his, uh, uh, he got a, an aer a lawn aerator that you uh, mm -hmm. attach to the back of his ride on lawnmower. He, like, mm -hmm. let his neighbor borrow it. And, like, you know, like, they do shit like that. And I just yeah. think it's crazy because I live on a street. And I, I equate this to kind of living on a busier road where my parents live on a very not busy road um right you live on a main street i live on a main street yeah. like people big difference <laughs> between the two well yeah. that's that's a weird thing though is my parents live on this street that loops back around just connects to the same street so there's no reason to but go this... down there 
Unless they you have live a speed there. limit of twenty-five, whereas you have a speed limit of eighty on your road. Well, no, that's the problem. Though is they have a <laughs> speed limit of twenty-five, <laughs> and people will drive like twenty-five or thirty. I have a speed limit of thirty, and people will drive <laughs> minimum sixty. <laughs> like because because it, somebody actually wrote eighty on the thirty sign. <laughs> yeah, they colored it in so that way it says eighty. Um, yeah. Somehow, irresponsible of you to do that, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tom just did it so that way they catch him in the speed trap. He's like, "You got to fix your sign, bro." I was just following. Mm-hmm. I was following the law. Yeah, Tom's. Tom's <laughs> yep. uh, That's on you. You don't, you don't have the charger anymore, do you? Yeah, he does. Uh, I do. It doesn't. It doesn't go the more than five miles an hour though. So like, <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't. But it and used then to I not be able to go under thirty. So true. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I miss my car. The quandary of the charger. But, but no, so I think that my point is, is that living on a busier street, if we hang out, we're hanging out more so in the backyard than the front yard. And mm. not only that, but like, I don't know, I wave to my neighbors when I see them out there, they wave back and sometimes they mm-hmm. wave at me and I wave back, but I don't really like talk to any of them. Um, mm. Like every once in a while I get my neighbor next door, I get their mail or they get mine and like, we'll just kind of bring it over to the other person. But it's like, Hey, I got your mail again. It's like, Oh, thank you. And that's it. Like no other talking. Um, It's like, then my neighbor across the street, the last time we had to vote, I went to go vote and they're retired. He was volunteering uh, at the elementary school that I have to go vote at. And I walk up and he goes, hey there, neighbor. And I was like, oh, hey, how are you? And he's like, oh, pretty good. He goes, here's your thing. Good luck. And like, that was it. It was like, there's, mm. it's weird because like, I, I have talked to my neighbors on multiple occasions. I wave to them. I'm not being unfriendly, but at the same time, neither one of us is actually like initiating any sort of small talk. So I know nothing mm-hmm. about any of them. And part of me is starting to worry at this point because I'm just like, man, do so are my neighbors all serial killers and they don't want me to catch on to it? <laughs> or do they think I'm a serial killer and they're just like, let's just not tip them off. <laughs> like, let's not. They've, they've seen you disposing of bodies in that. Uh, I do have the pizza oven. <laughs> pizza, pizza, oven. pizza oven in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, I should really take down that sign that says the, the, the crematory or what do they call it? Uh, in <laughs> cr- Cremation... Crematory? No, crematory has got to be something station. different. <laughs> Crematorium? Crematorium. There we go. Because it can't be a cream... Cre- crematory. What's a crematory? I feel like you're making milk. If you're No? No? Maybe it is. Hi, commercial No, it's break? a crematory. You want to save us? It is a crematory. <laughs> a place where a dead person's body gets cremator- cre- cremated. We'll be and right back. We... <laughs> Hey listeners, if you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you could give us a good rating on iTunes or wherever you rate your podcast. Also, tell your friends to listen. If you don't have friends, tell your dog. If you don't have a dog, tell your cat. If you don't have a cat, tell your fish. If you don't have a fish, tweet it on Twitter. And get friends on Twitter. Tell everybody on Twitter. Scream it on Instagram. Scream it out your window. We love you guys. Thank you so much. I wanted to ask Keith if he knew what uh, you would call the remains of a person after they were cremated. What would you call them, Keith? The Cremens. Ashes. The Cremens. Oh. Not Cremains.
right, I, I gotta I gotta blast and piss out this door. Okay. <laughs> oh, I should probably just refresh my drink while he's doing that. Mm. Sounds like a good idea, Keith. <laughs> I, I was going to say, oh no, if uh, so the problem is that Corey's going to miss this. If if you have a if you have somebody that's into necrophilia, but after they're cremated, <laughs> they have a they have a cremens for the semen's. Is <laughs> 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 the semen's for the cremens? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which way it goes. Uh, I don't want to know which way it goes, you sick bastard. <laughs> yeah, Corey, cut that out. Please, for the love of God, cut that out. Keep that in, Corey. Put oh. that in part of our, our if you, commercials. If you keep that in, you have to realize that Tom is not pouring a new drink. He's just peeing into the cup. <laughs> and he is going to drink it. I'm going to go pour myself an actual drink, though. Well, now right, I have to go get an actual drink. Right. Corey, you tell my joke to... Or, Tom, you tell my joke to Corey. I'll be back. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, Keith said something about ejaculating into some ashes. So that's where he was trying to get with the whole creaming... creaming <laughs> yep. The cream in the crematory. Something, something like, like that. I, you could tell he was trying to string together a joke, but it wasn't working. <laughs> some things some oh, things God. you won't ever remember well you know what's awful it, it ends <clears> up <throat> it turns out those two old ladies were, were a lesbian couple and this was yeah. like whale before that was you know they could legally get married and everything and they just turned out to be a sweet old couple who liked kids wish they had their own and uh, one of them got sick with breast cancer, Ellie, and we never saw her really. She's always inside and, and sick. But the the other one always came out and was trying to make friends with the kids because she really liked kids. Hmm. And we were always turned off by her disgusting candies. So none of the kids wanted anything to do with her because her candies sucked. And then... Oh. Like, 20 years later, we find out what the situation was. I'm like, that's awful. I wish I knew. I would have talked with her or hung out with her more. I would have just asked not for those shitty candies. But like Keith <laughs> says, now I would have enjoyed them. But back then, I was like, what? what is this? This chocolate has gooey... It's like cough... It's like Robitussin inside yeah. chocolate. What the fuck? So... <laughs> as a kid, as a, like a, as a five-year-old, that's not something you want. No, definitely no. not. Right. So, <clears throat> shall we talk about the actual episode? Yeah, let's get back to it. So, Arnold decides after getting intimidated by Stoop Kid and uh, not getting his football back, that he he's going to hide in a trash can across the street from Stoop Kid and spy on him to see when he leaves the stoop because basically when he leaves the stoop he's going to go get his football because stoop kid has not touched his football he's left it on the bottom step of the stoop which is honestly i don't know they had to do it for plot reasons but like i mean stoop kid just got a brand new football why wouldn't you pick that thing up like he's gonna leave it there he doesn't know what a football is keith he's known nothing well, about in the, the stoop. Uh... 
<laughs> well, that's the thing is like part of me that didn't remember how this episode unfolded was wondering if like Gerald's story wasn't one hundred percent true, but all the evidence we see makes it seem to be one hundred percent true that that legend is what actually his life is yeah, living on right. the stoop, being an orphan, yeah. Yeah. Never I mean, leaving the stoop. Never going inside the building he's on the stoop of. Well, so, <laughs> you know? so this this mm-hmm. this this raises a couple questions. Is number one, is he afraid to touch the football because he's worried that it's just the head of one of Arnold's family members? That's possible. That's possible. possible. It's the yeah. same shape. Uh I just he's like ew. I'm surprised head. Arnold was okay with kicking it. Considering it's like kicking, you know, a replica of your own head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You realize that now one of us needs to get a replica of our own head. We need to all play football with it and see if it's weird. All right. First off, none of us are in the shape to play football with anything, to be honest. It's true. Second off, I'm not going to sacrifice my Keith doll head. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from the shrine that, that weird, of chewing gum the, yeah the weird shrine you're building <laughs> in your closet don't forget the semen you know all my toenail clippings keep going missing the semen <laughs> creaming oh no oh, Corey you gotta cut that one out too so, <laughs> hold on do I uh, you don't have to I guess okay, did I, we talk about normally that I, I, break what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was during break. Because uh-huh. it was garbage. Uh, Keith yeah. was trying to connect the joke, and it just wasn't working out. Hi, future self. And now, uh, now I'm making a reference and to we're, Keith's we're, joke, failed joke, and it's funny. And we're back. So. Uh, uh, let's start over from the beginning. Might as well. Okay. So, no, I'm just so this week we're doing Hey Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're doing the episode before the Stoop Kid episode because oh. there's too many problematic things there. So, <laughs> uh, no, so, <laughs> so Arnold hides in this trash can across the street. He's waiting for Stoop Kid to leave his stoop so that way he can just run up and get his football back. Um, but we see Stoop Kid basically watching TV on the stoop. See him basically showering using the hose. There's like a hose right next to the stoop. Which, number one, like, all right. So I can understand you got a little portable TV, you're chilling on the stoop. You are, like, washing your hair with a garden hose. Um, (laughs) Unless it's very hot outside, that water's really cold. Um, And not only that, but it's not like going through a sprinkler where it's getting, like, dispersed, where it kind of, like, warms up a little bit as it's, like, flying through the air in a mist. It's, like, (laughs) it's just straight-up garden hose. Like, my furnace furnace stopped working. Uh, I have an on-demand furnace, and it stopped working last October. And... I'm the kind of person that, like, I have to, like, shower in the morning. Like, I at least have to wash my hair because I used to, like, use, like, gel. I use gel or some sort of, like, you know, hair paste or whatever in my hair. So, like, when I wake up in the morning, it's, it is, like, untamable unless I shampoo it. Yeah, there's, you know, creamance. (laughs) (laughs) My hair credence. So... So I have to like shampoo my hair and like wet it down to like clean it so that way I can then put more goop in it and you know then then <laughs> slick it back. So um, I just pictured you like Cameron Diaz and there's something about oh, Mary. No. Oh, God. oh no. 
I didn't say I have With to the goo in your hair. Yeah, I don't have to masturbate in the morning just so I can do my hair. Um, <laughs> it was implied. I mean, is, is that technically recycling? <laughs> it's just being resourceful. I just yeah. I mean, zero waste, right? Do you is think the Christians will get mad about? Do you think that, you think that the Christians will get mad about that? Because <laughs> like, you, you're not supposed what? to you're not supposed to spill your seed. But what if it's to style your hair? <laughs> no. <laughs> Christians. Well, there's not all Christians, but there's there's, there's people. There's. It's, I think it's multiple religions, Keith. There's some not just yeah, Christians. That's true. No. Well, yes. There's some religions that think. Well, there. Christianity is like the, you know, the the broader category, right? It's, yeah, I know. This is <laughs> there are there are some religions that don't like it when you uh, spill your seed outside of a womb, essentially. Wow. <laughs> so, but the thing is, but I'm like, okay, but what if it's to style your hair? Because you're using it then. At least, right? <laughs> That's my my whole point. Is that at least it's being used. Oh like and then you dive head first. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, uh, Tom! Uh, I have a big head. That's never gonna work. Oh, <laughs> that's why Levi. You had such a big son. <laughs> what? Oh. It doesn't translate. I don't. I don't follow this anymore it's not, at all. No, this is so off the rails. So, even like more yeah. so than usual. Yeah. Okay, all right. Rewind. <laughs> take, take fifty-seven. So well, Arnold's in the trash. So Arnold. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Hold fucking on. shut I gotta, the fuck no, up, no, Tom. Hold on, hold on. I gotta ask you <laughs> why? Why? No, this is this is a legit question. This is even the bus balls or break break the the, the topic. Break Hyman's. Why yeah. did he not? <laughs> That's on Keith. That's not me. I didn't say that. That's Keith. Uh, why did he hide in the garbage can rather than behind the garbage can? Because even if question. that garbage can was emptied out, it's still a nasty-ass city garbage can. I'm so not going to sit in that. I'll tell you in a second, but we haven't got there yet. So so at this point, Arnold, Arnold will scare the stoop kid. So he decides to hide in the garbage can. <laughs> And he didn't hide behind the garbage can because that would have been a way cleaner decision. They wanted to add drama to the situation, Tom. That's, Not only that, that's but if if he was hiding behind the can and the stoop kid noticed him, he could mm-hmm. easily just bolt. But if he's hiding inside the can and he's peeking out and the stoop kid notices him, could you imagine him trying to climb out of that real quick to run away? I mean, Tom, he's take time. Tom, he's nine. I mean, we've established this yeah, is canon. Okay. He's nine. Now he's that we know smart. he's nine, everything's he, he, fair game. This makes also, sense. Okay. Also, when you peer, because there was no holes in the garbage can for him to look out of, but every time he looked out of the garbage can and we got his perspective, it looked like he was looking out of a hole. So who right. carved this glory hole in a garbage can? <laughs> oh, this fucking garbage can. <laughs> is, uh, and not only that, but he's a brave kid for looking through that hole. Uh, <laughs> I mean, shit. Harold, at any point, you could, you could out, kid. At any point, Harold would have taken his tubby ass over there and been like, "Oh, time for my garbage trip." So, oh god, <laughs> he's gonna dump a load. Uh, you, you don't feel like the normal uh, raccoon. 
There's no scratches this time. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, Stoop Kid watches TV, takes a shower at the hose. He reads the little engine that could, which he seems to really fucking enjoy, which I appreciated. Um, Me too. I think that's then, the only book he has. That's true, but he also... In, in the canon, I think he taught himself how to read using that book, right? Yeah, I think so. That just Not only makes that, but me he like also him probably, even more. That's probably, honestly, the only positive influence on his life right. is, is the, the, the little engine that could, who overcame adversity by thinking uh, like positive thoughts and being self-confident. Um, so Arnold accidentally falls asleep. Gerald finds Arnold in the trash can, wakes him up. Gerald confirms to Arnold that Stoop Kid never leaves his stoop. They look over. He's still there. Arnold's like, oh, I only fell asleep for an hour. And um, Arnold actually has kind of a light bulb go off. And he goes, what if I just run up there and take the football? And Gerald's like, well, Stoop Kid's just going to pound you. And he's like, no, you even said it. He never leaves his stoop. And he realizes the, the, the chink in his enemy's armor is that Stoop Kid, this incredibly aggressive kid, will not actually chase him down the street. So Gerald says, Arnold, you're bold. Bold and crazy. And Arnold runs up, snatches the football, runs away. Stoop Kid yells at him. He taunts him. He tries to get him to come back. But ultimately, Arnold was right. The Stoop Kid does not leave his stoop i mean it's all in the name right if you call it stoop kid and you get off the stoop you're just kid i think the whole situation is pretty stupid (laughs) yeah Uh. i mean he was dropped there by and i'm not even a dad i'm dropping the dead stupendous So, <laughs> Corey, nice. This this is a little bit more realistic. Where all the kids basically hear that Stoop Kid uh, won't leave his stoop. They all crowd around, and Harold, the ringleader, uh, basically is like, "I'm going to spread this to everybody." And then they all start chanting, "Stoop Kid's afraid to leave his stoop." While all standing around the stoop, they're touching the stoop and like backing away. They're running on the stairs, then jumping off. Like they are just tormenting this kid. That made me hate all those kids. Like, so, I genuinely hated all of them. But this is and the I thing. I was like, is, you know what? I like stupid re- remember, kids. Remember being a kid? And, like, I never had... I got picked on as a kid, but, like, by, like, individual people or maybe, like, two or three kids that were, like, friends. I never got and picked on by, like... their hip. Yeah. I never got picked <laughs> on by, like, 20 kids at once. Like, I never had yeah. a gang of kids chant at me that has to be as a child that has to be fucking terrifying brutal right like it's one thing to have like a kid walk up to you saying some mean things and they have their two friends with them and their two friends are like acting tough and it's like all right you guys are assholes and they're back up yeah like you're you're an asshole and i can understand that yeah, this is like, like tw- an actual mob. Twenty kids chanting, but like think about it this way: I really feel for Stoop Kid in this because not only that, but the Stoop is yeah. his home. His home yeah. doesn't have a fucking door. He has nowhere to go. He's afraid to leave it, and there's nowhere to hide. Like this, this was like to me watching the episode, especially the second time through. I was just like, these kids are the meanest fucking kids of the fucking planet. Like this exactly. is terrible. Why did Keith pick this? Um, well, so... 
for the psychological aspects of this. Hey. Obviously, no, I mean Keith uh, is like no. fuck that stupid really kid. No, I think deep that into... hey, this is the point. Is that <coughs> I'm dying. Um, <laughs> when when I picked this episode, <laughs> when I picked this episode, and I told you guys the episode. Uh, one of you was like immediately like stoop kids afraid to leave his stoop. Everybody remembers this episode of Arnold. Everybody Mm. remembers this like for some reason. And I think it's because of the bullying. I think it's not just one way. It's stoop kid was a bully and then the bully got bullied. And then we'll see that. I think that's what really makes it (laughs) like a little bit more palpable, you know? Yes. Because yeah. it's not like somebody, yes. it's not like some nerd in the street is getting picked on because he's afraid to leave his stoop. This is somebody who's been tormenting these kids for years. Well, yeah, six years, weeks. I don't know. How no, long. six. six <laughs> Ger- Gerald has the legend. The legend was passed down for six sure. years. So six. But the thing is, six years ago, this kid would not have been intimidating. Well, Arnold mm. would have been three. So, uh, I mean, well, I he would. Arnold has lived there that long. Probably not, but well. So it's been passed oh, down. For what that happened many years, to Arnold's but... parents? I. It's one of those things where I don't know if they ever answer it. I think it's kind of like the Batman where the Joker shot them in Jesus. an alley. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. understand. No. Arnold's not why cool like there's Batman. so much googling in this. <laughs> there's a lot of plot holes in Hey Arnold, apparently, where it's like. Oh, well, why is this thing? Um, See, I know so my there's shit there's an episode when I host in season Keith. five. <laughs> there's an episode in season five that, based on the Google search I just did, says Arnold learns that even though he doesn't have real parents, his grandparents are just as good as everyone else's parents. Um, oh, so the... Jack Napier did kill his parents. Hmm. Um. So wait, hold on. Nope. It seems a, like half the joke. stuff I'm like looking up sounds unreal. <laughs> like it sounds like something that is not an actual answer. Like people also ask, "What happened to Ar- the the parents and Hey Arnold?" It is revealed that Arnold's parents were the victims of a type of sickness that caused them and all the adults to fall into a deep... What? No, so season three, the episode called Parents Day, (laughs) in which it was revealed that Arnold's parents were explorers and had disappeared on a humanitarian mission to San Lorenzo along with the plane that was carrying them. They were never heard from again until now. Spoiler... In Hey Arnold, the Jungle movie, Arnold lear- finally learns what exactly happened on that trip to San Lorenzo. And spoiler alert again, comes face to face with his parents? Huh. Fuck. I didn't know they had a Hey Arnold movie, to be honest with you. I wow. knew that they had movies. I didn't know it was that fucking deep. So Wait, did they make a movie for every Nickelodeon series then? Because like, they made multiple Rugrat movies and... I know there was a Wild Thornberries movie, I think. Yes, that's yeah, the other one, yes. Bob. I remember oh, that man. one. Wild Thornberries, we got to do an episode of that. I don't know if Doug had a movie. If it does, What's we weird, should though, watch is that it. some of these cartoon movies are like 45 minutes. They're not like, yeah. you know, feature-length right. movies. They're not, yeah, they're not They're like, specials, yeah. yeah. They're, they're TV specials that take up an hour with the uh, commercials cut in. Yeah, 
So anyway, let's uh, now that we realize that Arnold's parents are alive and they just never fucking spoilers, they just never came back for him. Let's uh, <laughs> they're just terrible parents. They just they crashed that plane in another country and they were just like, well, let's just stay here. We don't have kids here, huh? So. <laughs> <laughs> So Arnold, that night, Arnold's walking home with a bag of groceries, and he hears some really horrific kind of crying. He's probably not certain it's crying. Uh, he finds that it's Stoop Kid. Stoop Kid is sad. He tries to, you know, ask him what's going on. He's Stoop Kid's sad because everybody was making fun of him earlier in the day, and Arnold decides to try to help him and help him by helping him try to leave his stoop. So he tries to help, and Stoop Kid won't won't budge and then he comes back the next day and they try all these different tactics like you know blindfolding him or like bribing him with ice cream to get his you know get a distraction going so he doesn't realize he's stepping off the stoop none of it's really working so arnold goes away and comes back again comes back with some library books and uh he shows stoop kid that he needs to be able to leave his stoop because there are great stoops around the world <laughs> this made me laugh. This was quite this was bit. actually quite a clever like angle. Yeah. You know, I, I like this. I appreciated it. So he's yeah. he's he starts going through these books of the famous stoops around the world and he shows them actually two. <laughs> that was it. He shows them <laughs> yeah. the Spanish steps in Rome and he shows them the pyramid of the sun. Mm. And um if he wants to see those stoops, he needs to leave his stoop. So you use a stoop envy as a way to get him off the stoop. Yes, stoop envy. <laughs> Where he's just he's envious of the bigger and girthier stoops. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so Stoop Kid announces that he's going to leave his stoop, and then everybody starts spreading the word. Starting with the mailman and then the guy that owns that like ice cream shop or whatever. Um really weird that they're that invested in all these these nine-year-old kids lives but um stoop kid uh stoop kid eventually like uh, everybody crowds around there's all the kids that made fun of him which is probably a terrible prospect for him to actually try to leave this stoop now plus a bunch of adults and a news crew and he thinks of the little engine that could <laughs> Which is why reading is important, because he drew upon the one book he's ever read, and it actually helped him. And he steps off the stoop. Keith, what, what would happen if he read a book that didn't help him? Like, just, I don't know, any other book that, that just had nothing to do with positive encouragement? Um, like, what if he picked up a, a cooking book or something? <laughs> Like, what would have happened? Oh, man. He never can would have gotten he, off you, the... No, can you imagine if he read, like, Sam I Am from Dr. Seuss? <laughs> <laughs> he was just like... Because isn't that the one with the green eggs? Was, like, I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam I Am. Like... <laughs> like... <laughs> He'd be yelling at Arnold, keep those fucking green eggs away from me. No, he'd be like, I do not want to get off the stoop. I do not like it. Not a not a toot. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Stupid it's... poop, Keith. Oh, Stupid poop. True. It was so easy. <laughs> is that <laughs> is that it up. is that how you do it? You stupid poop? Is that the method? <laughs> you gotta... I, I mean, believe it is. Stupid poop after this I mean you don't you don't poop standing <laughs> upright. 
So gargoyle it. If you if you want to blast the restroom wall, you do. Oh God! No. So so I I got a real quick. Now that I said gargoyle, um, my grandmother's uh, house. She has. If this you're gonna toilet. tell me something about your grandmother's poops. No, 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 no. Okay. No, she just happens to have this toilet that's really <laughs> tall. And I they turn the stone in the sunlight. <laughs> like do you like how tall? Do you have to like get up on it? Like is it like a big like a no. pickup truck where you actually no, need no. like a step to <laughs> Okay, so there's there's standard height toilets and uh-huh. then there's chair height toilets for people with bad knees or bad backs or you know, they they make taller toilets and when the house was redone 30 years ago, my grandmother was in her almost 60. She was almost 60 at that point. They were like, oh, well, let's let's put this kind of toilet in, one of these tall toilets. Anyhow, in the course of the last 30 years, I've had to use her toilet in her bathroom once or twice. And it's so goddamn tall. It's so weird. Like, when you sit on it, it's so unnerving because every other toilet i've ever sat on is a standard height this one you feel so high up you feel like a gargoyle perched on the side (laughs) of a building so that's why i've always said (laughs) i understand that because my aunt has a raised ranch and she would watch me sometimes when i was a kid and the bottom floor of the raised ranch didn't originally have a bathroom but she put a toilet and a sink down there in the laundry room. The oh, problem, yes. the problem is, but it's so low. Uh, the, yeah, yeah, it's so low. Like the pipes and stuff are so low that they had to build like a step up, like a pedestal. To, yeah, the, to to yeah, then put yeah. the toilet on so that the way the toilet was above the sewage pipe, so that way the toilet yep. could flush and then have everything go down. Otherwise, you right. have to get a toilet that has a pump on it to pump things up and then back down. Yes. So. Yep. So they built this step. So as a kid, like I would have to like get up onto this toilet. But the thing is, the step was not out far enough for you to rest your feet on. It was just high enough oh, for the toilet. That's so you'd get on the toilet, and like as a kid, that oh, so even awkward. when I was tall enough for my feet to be touching the floor on this toilet, my feet were dangling because it was so high. So, Ooh. It was, I've never I've never had my feet dangle while having to go to the bathroom. Like That's got to be a weird. Not since experience. you were like a child, right? Like it's <laughs> right. To remember. Yeah. 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 Not that I can remember. Yeah. That's got to be weird. So yeah, it was just like this really tall toilet, and I remember every time just sitting on it, just being like, "Why? Why is this? Why? Why is this hey, the reality now?" Keith, count your blessings. Mm. Your son will never have to experience that. <laughs> By the time my son learns to use a toilet, he will be able to use the toilet tallest toilets in the world, and his feet will touch the floor. God, you got you're gonna be you're gonna be wiping some gigantic dukes out of these diapers, dude. He's he gonna is, be switching to is. adult diapers before he gets out of diapers. God so, damn, he's in, <laughs> he, he's in size five diapers right now. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Carter's wearing, but Levi's been in size five for a while, and unfortunately, we actually for nighttime bought him. We buy special like overnight diapers because he's just a bit. He will literally just pee <laughs> through these things yeah. overnight. Like so, we I buy the overnight actually. So we, we buy the overnights, and I'm actually at the point where I'm just like, let, let's just go up another size. Like 
he's already like i mean these fit him but he could definitely wear the next size up like if we wanted to because like the sizes overlap like and i'm pretty sure that size five probably only goes to basically like i don't know 28 30 pounds and he's already like 32 <laughs> i'm like i don't know it's it's terrible because honestly it's like a 50 50 shot when he wakes up in the morning if he's just got like He's just like wet if on he the front. Through everything, yeah, yeah, and then I'm like every other day I'm like washing <laughs> sheets and like oh, you know, ew. Oh uh, yeah, it's and the thing is he doesn't even give a fuck. Like I, I walk in there in the morning and he's just like happy as could be, just like got a big puddle of pee on the front of him. I'm just like dude, whatever. <laughs> I just a picture that face he makes. Like I've seen pictures the grin. of him. <laughs> Yes, that grin. <laughs> that cracks me up every time I see it. No, you know what's always... terrible is that in the morning, especially if he's gotten good sleep, he's, like, really mm-hmm. excitable. So then he, he like, so we have a full-size bed in that room as well that will eventually be his bed. But we use that as, like, you know, the place to change months. him. Yeah, exactly. So we use that as, like, the place to change him. So we, we have a towel down, and I lay him on the bed. and it, And he's happy in the morning. But when he's happy, he'll just, like, he'll, like, you know, just make random squealy noises. And he'll, like, thrash his arms and his legs with, like, but the problem is, is that, like, I'm trying to change him. But oh. he's but he's tall and he's 32 pounds and he's a fucking baby. So he's, <laughs> and he can fucking kick, dude. Like, he yep. can, like, he has, he has nailed me in the stomach before. Like, and it, it's just out of pure excitement. He just like thrashes his legs and kicks. And like Maya will sometimes run up and get close and I have to push her back. I'm like, if he kicks you in the face, he's going to break your nose. Like this is <laughs> like, he's yeah. like, if he hits heel to nose, like that's not going to be cool. So yeah. I don't know. Like, and I'm like, it's not like a mean thing. He's like excited. He's like, yay, everybody's here. Let me just kick. And I'm just like, no, fucking <laughs> stop it. See, Carter's at a point where if you're changing his diaper midday, he's, like, not about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he ends up, like, doing this alligator roll to try and oh, stop yeah. you from doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how I end up, like, putting him in, like, the walls of Jericho, practically. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, telling him to tap. So, you know what I do sometimes? <laughs> I don't do it unless... Levi's being really difficult. So, like, to your point, in the morning, he'll do the kicking and stuff, but he doesn't usually do the rolling over. And same time, at, like, bedtime, he understands that he's tired. He doesn't do the the alligator roll. But you're right, during the day, that's a thing. And when I realize he's going to do it, you know what I do is I take out my phone, and I put it on the camera, and I put it on the front camera, and then I hold it in front of his face so he can see himself, and I let him hold the phone, and he just starts laughing. He thinks it's fucking hysterical. And then I move as quickly as I can. <laughs> and I just change his diaper is, real quick while he's distracted. And then I take my phone away. <laughs> I, I've i done that. And sometimes it works. Uh, but he gets a hold of my phone often enough that... Uh, it's lost the allure. It's not, as, it's not as exciting. Plus, he knows how to change my lock screen. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, not, like, I, I've i had, like, a lock screen, like, the picture on there. Mm-hmm. And he'll I'll get my phone back from him, and it's just gone. <laughs> like, he's wow. halfway through, like, Looks, switching yeah. it out to something else. And it's just like, all right, cool, I don't know where that picture was anymore. 
fun. <laughs> I'm sure that he so, probably like, doesn't fully know what he's doing. He just oh, no, knows. No. He, he just he knows just how knows to... that something happens if he makes this swiping motion. This well, yeah, he knows that. how to interact with it enough <laughs> to be dangerous. Like that's plus you know. early on, I was trying to because we look so much alike that I was like wondering, like with the science of like the the face ID thing, mm-hmm. it's just like. Can he unlock my phone just by looking at it? <laughs> like, oh. we look so similar in some regards that it's just like, does this thing get fooled? I don't, I don't know. So. Do, you, do you think it would be, like, too much hair detected? <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy has disproportionate hair on top. He can't be the right person. No, well, then again, it's only, it's only face ID. It's not hair did, ID. We did detect the sadness of 36 years in your, in your eyes. So it's not you. Uh, this person's soul has not been sufficiently crushed yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so anyway. I'm pretty sure that Stoop Kid gets off the stoop. I don't know if we actually got to that point. Yeah, no, he did. He steps off the stoop and everybody cheers. And, um, oh, yeah. And then and, in the very next scene, uh, it turns out that he doesn't want to leave his stoop. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, Stoop Kid, <laughs> so Arnold's there. So Arnold's kind of made a new friend. Like, Stoop Kid apparently is not going to pick on Arnold. Uh, and they're talking about it, and he thanks Arnold. And Arnold's like, oh, so like, what are you going to do now? And Stoop Kid's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not leaving. And he's like, why? And Stoop Kid's like, oh, I don't want to leave my stoop. He's like, I could. Like, he has the capability now, but for right now, he just wants to hang out in a stoop because he is the stoop kid. Like, that's his identity, and at this point, he was afraid to leave it. Now he can leave it, but he doesn't want to leave it because that's where he's comfortable. And he Mm. realizes now, he says to Arnold, that he can harass people from both on and off the (laughs) stoop. So then, as an example, Harold shows up. And I was confused because I was watching this on my phone. Maybe it explains it better in the episode. I'm assuming that they have Harold here with a suitcase because he was out of town when Stoop Kid left his stoop. <laughs> yeah, so he obviously maybe doesn't he know. Flew in as a nine year old and somehow is walking home from the airport. Yeah, like, I'm just confused as only, to what this is. Only packed like socks and underwear, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's obviously it's like they give him a suitcase to show like, oh, he wasn't around for yeah. that, so this is news to him. I mean it is like an eleven minute episode. They have to sacrifice somewhere. Mm. Harold does not strike me as the kid who would pack a suitcase full of underwear for himself. No, Harold does strike you as the kid that would pack, when told to pack a suitcase though, he would only pack underwear. (laughs) And then wear the same clothes the whole time. I mean, it's either one or the other. He would either not pack underwear and only pack clothes, or only pack underwear and no clothes. (laughs) Mm. I don't like him. Harold's kind of a dick. I always thought he was a good guy from the intro, but he's a dick. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, I think when they made the intro, they weren't sure to what degree they were going to use each character. Mm. True. Because, like, there are characters that probably should be in the intro that aren't, from what I remember. Right. I mean, like, the kid Sid, I feel like, features more heavily in episodes, but I don't think he's in the intro. Let's let's give it up. Yes, it's one of the few characters I can remember from the show, and 
Yeah, he, I he mean, really wasn't played up. Let's give it up for the intro, though. It's a very 90s cartoon intro. And yes. I feel it, like it does. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it's got this little trumpet music going on. Like, it, it is. It made me. It, it took me back to the early, like, 90s. I, I did feel yeah. that. Yeah. 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 But anyway. The late 90s. Actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. Yeah. 96. But, uh,. But yeah, Let's so split the difference mid nineties. So, like to your sure. point, Corey, Harold walks up to the stoop. He starts making fun of Stoop Kid because he apparently just got back from Disneyland or something. <laughs> and Stoop Flew Kid from a business trip. Yeah, so he's eating a popsicle and he throws the popsicle stick onto the stoop, and then Stoop Kid jumps off the stoop and just chases him down the street. <laughs> And what did he say, Tom? I was was that your intro? I'm gonna roll him into town or something. Oh yeah, hold on a second. It's in my notes. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna roll you downtown. Yeah. After calling him fat boy. Yeah. A few oh times. yeah. And so, I was like, you know what? I, I, I normally I'd be like, don't don't pick on him like that. But you know what? Harold's a fucking dick, and he he and threw a nasty. Sometimes you're a fat used, shit. So. Yeah, exactly. He threw a nasty used popsicle stick. On this guy's home, where he lives, True. his stoop. So you yeah, know what? That guy's a fat turd, and he deserves well, to get his ass the, beat. Uh, the hose, I guess. That's mm, true, true, but I mean, honestly, he still. Well, all right. Well, I was going to make a suggestion that is not so great, <laughs> but <laughs> he, he could have always used the hose to attack the people. From on his oh, oh, that's he true. Could have. That that's a smart been good. idea. Yeah. So the thing is, all right. Let's let's explore one other thing real quick. All right. So he lives on the stoop. Does nobody mm-hmm. else live inside this building? Yeah, and he never has to poop. <laughs> oh no! Otherwise, he would get arrested for public indecency immediately. I mean, Pulls, no, we no we do. I, I believe we do see him eat food. So his poop would only ever end up within like throwing distance of his stoop. Um, at best, yeah. And then he just washes mm. his hand off with the hose. I it get would it. Be like the it would be the worst smelling. You got to you got to poop right into the. Well, palm. he uses the hose as a bidet. Okay. Right. All right. What if? Okay. okay. So he just spreads those cheeks and what, gonna, if you, what, if you, what if you? What if you? What if you just better poop, than Helga? What if from you put your episode? Okay. So what? Talk about what if you better put than your Keith falling asleep, sleepwalking, and maybe wiping his ass in the middle of the night. Maybe, maybe not. Who I knows? forgot he sleepwalks. Hey, no, it doesn't matter because I take a shower after. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure that works out <laughs> great for you. Yeah. Even in your sleep. So what if Stoop that Kid upward spray, spray yeah. shower? What if what if Stoop Kid puts his thumb over the hose? <laughs> he and... does a handstand. No, in the shower <laughs> for the bidet effect. I have a detachable shower head. I don't need to do that. You think I'm I sure, can? I'm Wait. sure in your sleepwalking state you do that perfectly. You think my fat ass can do a handstand? <laughs> When you're sleepwalking, it can. Uh, apparently, I'm way more acrobatic when I'm sleepwalking. What if? Yep. What if Stoop Kid? I know because I watch you. Hold on, I have a theory here. What if Stoop Kid, when he when it's he needs the shit, he puts it, he puts his thumb over the end of the hose, right, to spray it in a more powerful yet finer stream, and then he shits into that stream to spray oh, it God. further away from his stoop. <laughs> It's like a. Sh- that is a level of coordination that I don't think. 
He's. I don't think it would work out Corey, in the way you'd want just because. He's had six years to perfect if, it. If that's if, true. If we see you Wait, is he with only six years down, old? No, but the legend down, of Stoop Kid has been to six do years. some sort of trick with your hose, I feel like everybody leaves. Um... Oh, okay. So that like could how, be another, how quick can that you could, assemble that could, this? Like, but that could be another theory. Combo. What if he just gets the hose, gets everything ready, pulls his pants down, everybody leaves, and then he just like shits normally because nobody's looking at that point. Probably. And then use the hose to no just like looking. spray it off the steps. Yeah, I'd start spraying off and be like, "What neighborhood kid came and shit on my stoop? I'm spraying it away because it's so nasty." Every you day, nasty kids. Every day at eight thirty in the morning, at six p.m. at night, this always happens. After I had my like clockwork. Yeah, it's yeah. like, <laughs> <sighs> uh, you know. Uh, so yep. how many uh, stoop poops would you give? <laughs> yes, hey Arnold, stoop kid, out of ten. I love it. Oh man, stoop poops. I feel like I'm gonna. I have I have a lot of nostalgia for this show. I feel like I do too. I feel like the writing's pretty good. Like I just, it's. Obviously, the episodes are super short, and this is not going to be. It almost honestly, and I hate to say it, it makes me like Bluey even more. <laughs> because, because you go back and you start realizing that a lot of shows were like in the 11 minute format. Well, and this is and the it's crazy just thing. That they, didn't, they didn't bundle them together in but, twos to make it to network TV. But this is the crazy thing is that Bluey is in eight minutes. Really? I, sure. Eight? Yeah, eight minutes, and I think that yeah. I, I think that actually includes some credits. So, like, damn. Yeah. So I'm just like, this is an 11 minute format, and I'm like, this is, this is good. But like, then well, when I compare it to Bluey, I'm just like, damn, this is why Bluey is better. so good. Because <laughs> they Bluey they is actually, the gold standard. It is. Yeah. It is. The I gold think standard. that's what we've kind of come to the conclusion on. Yeah, on this on, podcast, on, on is kids, that Bluey is just well for kids shows. No, no, no. So you're about to you're about to true. give it a whole bunch of qualifiers. That's true. And I would yeah. say those qualifiers can go right out the window. That's true. It, I watch. I feel yeah. like Bluey is the the the, the blue Across standard, the if you will. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the thing is to <laughs> me cartoons. it was it was always a kids that show. That goes in our my, Hall of Fame. So it was always a kids show because my daughter used to watch it, but. The problem is, is after seeing the first two seasons for so long, when the first half of season three came out, I was the one that was excited and wanted to watch oh, it. Yeah. My daughter was like, no, yeah, whatever. We, <laughs> we had this conversation way back in the early episodes yes. of the podcast, yeah. because that's what happened with me and Boss Baby. Yep. Is the first mm. couple seasons, or the first season, like was so played out when we were watching My Goddaughter that when they finally came out with a second season and then eventually a third season, it was just like, fuck, finally. Yeah. You know, like, something new, mm. something that's similar, same, if you will, but mm. new to me, someone who actually perceives it and understands what's going on. It's, like, such a great thing. Like, so for Carter, like, he's just happy to be watching Bluey. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter that he's seen the episode a hundred times, and that's how Disney yep. Junior gets away with so much. But honestly, they'll roll out a new show, like that new show I showed you guys. 
him watching whatever the kitty oh, show. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, Super Kitties or something. I think Miles like, watched that one. I haven't actually watched it, but it's like he is so like enthralled by it, and then he'll like be playing around the house, and he'll just be going meow meow because <laughs> he, he knows that's the sound a cat makes. Yep, and it's just like. Mm. They only have, like, two episodes of it right now. And they just play it, like, all the time. Yeah. but like, And it doesn't matter because it's for a little kid. It doesn't matter that he saw it yesterday and the day before and the day before that. No, because the thing is, if it's amusing, it's amusing. Like, that's... There's certain shows, and I would say that Bluey is especially one of them, too, where I will... Most episodes of that show, probably 98% of the episodes of that show... Anytime the episode comes on, I know exactly what happens. I will watch it anyway because it's it's the type of entertainment that you can literally watch the same episode and then just watch it again and just be like, yep, it's still funny. I still like it. Like, it's not like, because it's not relying on things like shock value where it's like the first time you see it, it's funny. And then every time thereafter, it's not funny because you weren't surprised. Like, by like the absurdity of it. Instead, it's just like, yeah, no, it's just genuinely funny. I don't know. Mm. Wholesome interactions between a very realistic dog family. Um, but anyway, let's rate Hey Arnold. I'm going to go with an eight. Uh, I have a lot of nostalgia for this show, which is probably weighing into that. But I also thought that the episode itself was just, it was good for an 11 minute episode. It was like, Here's a bunch of kids playing. Here's the antagonist. Here's the, how the antagonist gets his fucking day. And then here's how everything flips back around. Now the antagonist is even more powerful than ever. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was, I don't know. I liked it. It was to my, my original point, like everybody that watched Hey Arnold knows the Stoop Kid episode. And yeah. I feel like going back to it, it did not disappoint whatsoever. Yeah, I think I would uh, weigh in a little bit lower at seven and a half stoop poops out of ten. Um, I was very much into this show. It wasn't exactly something that I would make time to make sure I was seeing, but when it was on, I would never be changing the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, and or what I alluded to, Gerald, obviously <laughs> my favorite character. Wish I could grow hair like that. Gerald's cool. Would, would I grow it oh, in yeah. that shape? Probably not, just for logistic reasons. But <laughs> with the flat he's top, definitely the coolest character on the show. Yeah, well, the the uh, Marge Simpson flat top. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a high it it's a high flat top. But let's be yeah. honest though, Gerald, like the, the show is Hey Arnold, Who wore it better. But Arnold, <laughs> Arnold would not survive as a kid without Gerald. Gerald is like Arnold's mm-hmm. rock. You know, he is the. Uh, He's the confidant. Like they, they are, they are in like this symbiotic relationship where Arnold needs Gerald to like. Because isn't there a bunch of episodes where Gerald is like the wise one? Like Arnold's the one that yes. like is a little yeah. chaotic and does things out of character or does things out of the norm and maybe pushes the boundaries. And Gerald is the one that is actually like has the street smarts and like Arnold don't fuck this up like don't do it this right. way man let me save your ass like he comes in and bails <laughs> him out like yeah. well that's the thing that makes me want to watch more of this is I don't really remember the character of Arnold himself that well 
Mm. Like, I know he's always really polite to people, even when they, like, are bullying him. Mm -hmm. But he also, like, sticks up for himself a decent amount also. So it's like... Well, I mean, he has to. He wears tights of a kilt, so... Yeah. Okay, is that a kilt, or is it just a shirt he's wearing under his sweater? I assume it's a shirt that he wore around his uh, waist. Then he's still wearing tights. Like a discarded... uh, Okay, as a kid, I thought it was a kilt. As an adult, I kept telling myself it can't be a kilt. It can't be a kilt. That's it. Just seems so out of place. It could be anything you want. The kid's got a football head. Yeah, and and now I'm at the point where I just I don't know and I don't care. It wasn't <laughs> until the episode that came before this one in this the hat episode mm-hmm. that I remembered that he wore a hat. That's how True. little the hat actually matters into his, yes. into his... Yes, yes. Like, like, so when he's not wearing the hat, it's like, you might as well... Like, there's no difference, dude. Well, it, it's funny you bring up that episode, and uh, I'm, I'm going to use this as a segue to give my rating. Uh, the very first episode of Hey Arnold I ever saw was this episode, but it was the first part, you know, about uh, Arnold's hat. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, I guess we'll give a spoiler alert or whatever. Uh, and I, I won't go through the whole episode, but let's just say it involves Helga, you know, collecting the gum, the used gum and the used Q-tips and, like, hair so and stuff. you put a hard G on that. Helga? Helga? Gum. Um, oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you'll I get see. there eventually. I got that. Yeah, I, I'm a little medicated at the moment. Uh, anyhow, <laughs> um, I saw that part of uh, the first half of the half an hour episode. I saw first, and I was so turned off from this entire series because just the scene where Helga kisses that Arnold gum head, the head she made of used, chewed gum from Arnold, and had Q-tips, his used Q-tips with earwax on them as ears, and it's it has disgusted me for 30 years. <laughs> or is, almost 30 years. That, but you'll also... <laughs> You, you've mentioned how much you like watching Ren and Stimpy, and I feel like Ren and Stimpy got a whole lot grosser than this ever was. Mm-hmm. But it it did not feel the same, because Ren and Stimpy, I felt like, was a cartoon, and it had to do with a chihuahua and a cat. I'm not a chihuahua. I'm not a cat, so I, I can't really relate, but so it felt disconnected. Boy. He is a Helga. I'm a nine-year-old boy. However, Helga... And and Arnold were kids that were supposed to be around my age, so like it was very hard to connect with someone so disgusting as Helga, and and it just got worse. The episode she got filthier and filthier to the point where she yeah, was she dumpster diving, and, and eventually yeah she was shit on by by pigeons. She was she dumpster dive. She was in the dump and she was diving, and eventually at the very end after Arnold hugs her, she's like. I'm never going to wash these clothes again. And I'm just like, yeah. my my original intro for this episode was going to be, Helga suffers chronic UTIs O'Connell. 
that was going to be <laughs> my intro because I'm like, that okay, girl is so, filthy. She is going to get sick. And I remember guys, why I hated this show. You guys because understand. I felt like it was a dirty show with dirty kids. You understand why when I picked this episode, I was like, just the second half, which is the stoop kid. I didn't read that. Yeah, though. because we I, didn't, I we didn't that. want a repeat of uh, the Rugrats episode where it felt like we were talking about Rugrats for seventy-five hours. Well, not like that, right. but like you have to do the first half, and then you're mm-hmm. just talking about something that's non-continuity. Yeah, you end like, up you end up getting yeah. to eleven o'clock at night in real time recording the podcast, and you're just like, all right, let's start another podcast about <clears throat> about the right. next part of this episode. Yeah. But, but also, like, I just in the two halves the... of the episode, the second half was just way better than the first half, and they mm. don't true. They don't match true. at all. Like, it's not like one episode I agree. leads the story into the story. next. Because right. Helga, Helga is not even in the second half. Like, and and as such, as such, after we she discuss UTI, this, but, you know. I'm gonna I'm going to rate this fairly because prior to this, I would I was going in with I had a rating in mind, and I was gonna kind of shit on this episode not not to the degree where Corey not, would get like i feel like when Corey too. shits on episodes he gives a real low rating well, my well, Tom, <laughs> rating would be a six Tom, but for Tom, Corey, i mean much lower i mean we are rating this on the stoop poop scale so technically shitting on it would be giving it like a 10 true see, uh, you have 10 stoop poops that's a lot of stoop poop you know that is a lot see, of stoop poop. i i feel like because we all have we, we all rate on the same theoretical 20 point scale but i feel like to each individual member of this podcast each number means a different thing mm. like i feel like for instance you you know how like to to break it down to like how people would rate other people like mm-hmm. a lot of people wouldn't fuck under an eight <laughs> you know yeah like just like thinking like like in that kind apparently of apparently i'm not a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, what I mean is like just because just because for instance something I rate as a 7 I still think that 7 is good because mm. on my rating scale 7 equals good so yeah. if I would describe a show as being good it's going to get a 7 Yeah. Mm. now for something like Smurfs which sucks all the ass in the world <laughs> I'm going to give it, I don't remember what I gave it, a 2? Uh, yeah, something like that. A 0.5? I don't even remember. See, I gave it, like, the lowest rating I could possibly it. give it. Yeah. 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 Because See, it's the worst I, cartoon I've seen. I have so seen... So that's where it, what it deserves. It's the worst cartoon I've seen. It, 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 I feel like it's not even that bad. I feel like you just had a bad experience as a All kid right, where so your cousin had you thing. convinced the Smurfs were terrible. Well, here, but here's the thing. Point me to now. Point me to a cartoon that I would think is worse. That's your challenge. Find me a cartoon. I, w- I would that say I'm last week. Right. Like Tom, less. Tom, Tom. Your next pick. What did we watch last week? Oh, smiley, smiley friends. Smiley friends. Smiling friends. No, that wasn't yeah. that bad. Well, well that's weird. the thing. You said it was until like the last couple minutes, until like there was a little bit of a monologue that. That picked your score from a two up to a five. Is oh what yeah, you well said. that's that's because when you have a whole episode where a character never flinches from having a gun aimed at his head, 
it, it was kind of tonally, it was really fucked up to me until that point. But anyway, your rating for Arnold. Uh, so yeah, if I was future consider- self, you're suffering so bad right now, aren't you? You're waiting. Yeah, for that you're just waiting, right? waiting. You're just waiting. You probably missed it, and who you got to rewind it again while you're editing to figure out what it is. Nope, it just hasn't happened. But Tom's gonna <laughs> say it. Tom's, Tom's or gonna say it, it any second now. I'm trolling myself <laughs> in the future. Yeah, uh, future Corey. This is Tom just saying. This is. Really, Keith and Corey interrupting me and from, <laughs> from preventing me from finishing my goddamn score. We are um, cock blocking him from rating. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'd like to just point out a few things then. Uh, something no, see, I like. Now he's cock blocking himself from rating. Well, I didn't even get to talk about things I liked about this show. I just started bitching about okay. the fact that this was the first episode oh, yeah, I no, ever you, saw. You bitched the about all the parts that I told you to not watch. Hey, yes, yeah. but I didn't read that because you know I don't really pay attention to. Yeah, because apparently, if you have a, <laughs> apparently if you says. no, because apparently if you have uh, yeah, a doctorate, I mean, you don't have to read don't anymore. Do that. <laughs> right. Well, you don't done, have to read things. You've done a, you've done a, you've done enough reading Corey's in your life. stuff. I I bother. I actually read, but yours is like, oh, you know, Jesus, it might be important. That sounds racist. Anyhow, but okay. So, so <laughs> <laughs> my whole my whole mo at this point is just try to throw future, Tom off his game. Future Corey is is the guy from last episode with the gun uh, pointed at his exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how am I going to edit this to make it actually like cut, like make it make any sort of sense? And the thing is, like, I have a couple points I want to make, and we keep keep derailing Tom, every time I'm about to say them. Stop <laughs> talking about the points and tell us the points. <laughs> okay, so I was gonna say uh, one thing that kind of threw me off about Hey Arnold in general is the background animation where it looks like it's drawn by by crayon in some scenes um i don't know if you noticed that but like uh the foreground it's it's much clearer it's crisp it's well defined but then some stuff in the background it looks like they literally took a crayon and just colored it in and i found it jarring the contrasting styles not not because they were so different it's because the consistency was different where there, there'd be some scenes where all of a sudden like Arnold would be talking to stoop kid. And when you were talking to stoop kid, you'd see him. And then in the background, it looked like it was filled in by a crayon and then it switches back to Arnold. And not only is Arnold crisp and, and well-drawn, but so is his background. There's, it, it looks like someone bothered filling it in professionally. It doesn't look like it was drawn in with a crayon. And I'm sorry, but th- those are little like OCD things that I focus on. I'm like, what the fuck? And it pissed me off to no end when it kept flipping between these two. I'm like, are they doing that intentionally? Was it a budget issue? Was it a style thing? I don't like it. So that was something that's mm-hmm. always bothered me about Hey Arnold. Uh, another thing, though, on the uh, on the other side that I like about Hey Arnold is it sounds like they use kid voice actors, and it reminds me of the Peanuts, you know, Charlie Brown and, and like a Charlie Brown Christmas special or whatever. Um, you know, it, it's just nice when you you have like you see the kids on screen, you have actual kid voices, and not either 
you know, uh, adult females trying to do little boy voices and little girl voices, or, you know, I, I suppose there's some males that, that somehow can pull off little boy. Yes, there are, there are male voice actors can, that can pull, put off, uh, pull off little boy voices. It's, uh, yeah. Difficult though, but anyhow, it's, it it feels a, more authentic though. This felt authentic with the voices, uh, and I like that. So it kind of countered the animation part. Yeah, I don't uh, know if that's actually like a. I don't know if that's actually what happened if they use kids or not. I didn't research that, but to your point, it did sound. It sounded like it at least. Yeah, so it didn't, either it didn't the, either sound the like adult voice actors voices. are great. Or they use kids, so it just felt like the or kids I was watching. The adult had kid voice voices. actors they got, the adult voice actors they got sound like kids, right? Like it, just it natu- kept me in it. Like it, they use it their own voices, and they just happen to sound like kids, right? It it, it it didn't take me out of the story. Sometimes, like you, you'll watch something, and I'll think of like Patrick Warburton. You know that that. You know, Brock from the Venture Brothers or Joe from mm-hmm. uh, Family Guy. You know, that deep voice. Like, if if I start watching some animated children and all of a sudden one of them has Patrick Warburton's voice, it just takes me out yeah, of it. It like, makes it way better. That, no, it's just it's no, fantastic. I love his voice, but I'm like, you can't do a kid's voice. So it, so it just sounds better. <laughs> Arnold, in particular, has had multiple voice actors throughout the run of the show. So they must have been using kids, right? They're all, like, in the range of, like... uh, Trying to think how how old they would be at the time of filming. In their teens. They weren't, like... They weren't, like, 20-something-year-olds. They were, like, 15, 16, Right, and it it kind of makes sense, because I kind of feel like I watched multiple... Hey Arnold episodes over the eight seasons, and I, I kind of felt like the voice changed a little bit over yeah, like the for years. For instance, so. from 99 to 2002, he was voice acted by someone that's our age. Yeah. <laughs> so we would have been like 16, 15, 16, mm-hmm. like in high school around that time. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, someone, Tom, someone yeah. relatively young. Yeah, wrap it up. Uh, so <laughs> anyhow, uh, number. I I'm gonna get a six point five. Um, it still makes me want to watch a little more. But if the next episode is one of these episodes where the first half is some bullshit like this this episode where it made me hate it, <laughs> I'm not gonna want to watch the rest of the series. But I don't if it's think there's the, any more... along the line of Stoop Kid. Then I'm cool with. It. I don't think there's any more episodes where somebody makes a mannequin out of used gum and then kisses it. So I think so you're safe. Sh- that that does come up more she than once. Shit but it's in. not shit always. On. It's not always made out we of saw, gum. We like saw a pigeon over cloaca. Oh yeah, you're right, Corey. But it's a pigeon butthole. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm dropping science on you. Well, Tom, isn't Talking it tec- over you. isn't it technically both? Uh, butthole it is and... both a butthole and urethra. Yeah, it's a cloaca and a birthing right. canal well, for female with, birds. Uh, yeah. uh, with that knowledge, <clears throat> before we learn more about birds, uh, I'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your day and listening to this podcast. If you can do us a favor, leave us a five star rating on 
what is it, Apple Podcasts now? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. iTunes Podcasts? No, it's Apple Podcasts. Uh, whatever your pod-catching service, if it has a rating system, please give us the highest rating. If it's Apple-related, it's probably the best service for getting us some exposure. Um, hope you guys have a good day. Drive safe. And until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. Oh... I didn't poop on the stoop. Stoop kid's afraid to leave his stoop. Stoop, stoop kid's, kids afraid to leave his stoop. No, the stoop. Stoop, stoop kid's no, afraid to suck. poop on his stoop. You, you suck. <laughs> I'm not Split into fights. bullying the stoop kid. I've been waiting for the whole episode to, to get that. a good chant going. Okay. And just well, stoop poops all over it. Okay, let's do it yep. then. Let's do it. You stoop kids up, afraid kid. to leave a stoop. No, we can't stoop do it. Kids. You don't no. get the you don't get the chant. I was gonna join the on the second no, one. You, you don't get it. the chant. Okay. You don't get the chant. The the oh man, my chant is perfect. You big deek. Yet again. Deek. Deek. Deek.